Hey everyone, it's Teresa Judice, and I'm so excited to announce that Namaste Bitches are going on tour. What, what? Oh my gosh, Teresa and Melissa Feaster, that's me. We are bringing the party to Fillmore, Silver Springs on Friday, November 11th. So get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. It's the Namaste Bitches live and in person in D.C. How dope is that? We can't wait to see you. Namaste Bitches live in D.C. Get your tickets now at LiveNation.com. Hey guys, so welcome to today's episode. So today we are going to be talking about FOMO and just like how sometimes it turns into like a feeling of being irrelevant or how you are somewhat becoming irrelevant. This is like a journey or struggle that I go through, uh, not constantly, but once in a while. And since this past weekend was Coachella and I felt like not as bad as used to be, but I felt in some ways. And that's why I wanted to talk about this topic. And I'm also going to be talking about like festivals overall. I just feel like there's so much to like discuss about it. And there's so much like goes behind the scenes that people have no idea about. And I feel like it's like kind of interesting and kind of like juicy like there's like a lot of juicy details to talk about for a regular person and there's nothing wrong with that i just feel like there's it's like a tv show literally there's like so much uh that people don't know and i feel like it's kind of interesting to talk about in case you wanna go to coachella next year or any other festival in the coming month uh, because festival season is right like just started so there's going to be a lot of them and I feel like it's just going to be interesting uh, to talk about that kind of stuff and also just overall concepts of uh, feeling of uh, fear of missing out. So, okay, before that, let's talk a little update of what's been going on with me. So actually, I was uh, not uh, here on like the over the Easter uh, so I actually went to Nashville with my boyfriend. So it is pretty random when you think about it, but we decided to go somewhere in the south. Um, and I've never been to Nashville. And honestly, I feel like only thing I know about Nashville is that like that TV show from ABC. I think it was like Nashville, and it was about like how they were making you know country music or the music industry. Uh, so it was pretty cool. So I always wanted to kind of check it out and how it is. So it was pretty interesting experience. I would have to say Nashville is definitely, it's one of those cities that like people are definitely putting so much money into it because wherever you look at in Nashville, like they're building something new, 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 like apartment complexes, new hotels, literally there's, we were in downtown Nashville. That's where we were staying. And like, there's like hotel after hotel and after hotels like hotel circle like in san diego uh there's just so many hotels and there's so much money coming in and we were like even talking to a bunch of like uber drivers and like they were like yeah the rent is so expensive it's like i don't know 3k 2k and some of them are even not even like lowest is like he's like 2200 i was like that's kind of crazy like not like there's anything wrong with it i just like why would someone pay that much money to stay in Nashville? You know what I mean? Because like 
the cities like California, I mean, like cities like LA, like as San Diego, maybe it's like slightly affordable or New York City, they're like just as expensive and you can assure, I assure you can find something for 3K or even that amount of money or even less amount of money. Honestly, it really depends on where you're looking for, but you can definitely find it. Anyways, yeah, it was a really cool experience and like we stayed at this, the hotel hopped like one hotel to another. It was just two hotels different. It was really fun. Like the weather wasn't like as warm as I expected. And I did get a little bit sunburn. Uh, I forgot to reapply my sunscreen. That's what happens, guys. If you want to see the video, you go on TikTok. I look like a tomato. Like, not, like, really ripe. It's, like, those tomatoes, like, you know, that's, like, green. And, like, you slightly see, like, there's, like, red popping out. I look like that. <laughs> yeah. And it was really fun. Yeah, but <laughs> I think more fun part of it was, like, that's why I want us to even talk about the, fo like, this topic, FOMO, and just, like staying irrelevant um i mean they're not the same thing but i'm just saying it leads to that for me at least uh as a creator uh because i was like so chill you know like drinking my coffee in the hotel room or just like being in the pool then watching like people watching my feed on tiktok and everything everyone talking about like, coachella and like not just coachella itself because there was this drama that I'm going to talk about a uh, little bit more later. But, like, apparently there was this drama about Revolve Festival. In case you guys are not familiar, Revolve is, like, a nice... I will say it's not, like... It's luxury, I guess. Yeah, it's a luxury retailer, mostly towards... Mostly targeted towards men. I mean, women. They have Revolve men, but it's, like, it's small. It's not big at all. And so they... Every year... Not even just with Coachella, they do a bunch of events with influencers. They take people to Aspen, they take people to like Bali, vacations, stuff like that. So they did this year the Ralph Festival, which is like festival instead of a festival. I'm gonna get into it in a bit. Uh, so, and apparently people were waiting because like what happens like a lot of festivals, again, I should probably talk about this later, but apparently people were waiting too long and they started complaining. Uh, they were waiting like for buses for hours and hours with no water, no shade. Um, it's kind of crazy. And apparently the reason it happened is like, I, I guess like they got too many people. I'm going to get into like how the requirements a bit work in a bit. But yeah, it was kind of a shit show. And I was like watching it on my TikTok. It was like everyone was talking about the drama and everything. It was kind of fun. It's like watching your new favorite TV uh, TV drama series. And like you're like, oh, this is kind of juicy. And like one after another, I was like, uh, while I'm at the pool, casually chilling, also getting slightly sunburned. It was fun. I would have to say like, yeah, I feel like I had a chill weekend. But it was also like the feeling of like I, I was missing out a bit. You know, sometimes I feel like, yeah, like, being, like, calm and, like, in a chill place is one thing. But sometimes you also want to be in chaos sometimes. Does that make sense? I don't know. I feel like it makes sense to me sometimes. Like, sometimes you want to be, like, watching chaos is one thing. But sometimes being a part of the chaos is another thing. Um, I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah, anyways. So that's a little bit update. And uh, now we're just going to be talking about uh, this Coachella the festival thing and how uh, I am feeling like missing out um, 
fear of missing out actually FOMO I'm just gonna keep saying FOMO and also I feel like how some people feel like that as well but also just overall uh, how it feels like overall for um, like just regular people who go who feel like they are missing out versus just like as a creator or business person I feel like they're just so different and um, I feel like I just need to mention it and just kind of like explain it overall so now let's get into the episode so first thing I would mention is let's just uh, talk about what the uh, what FOMA is. I feel like overall it's just like it means like essentially when you feel like you are missing out on something. It's either that party that you didn't get invited to or party that you decided not go to or that event that you didn't end up being a part of. But seeing it afterwards, you're like, uh, I feel like I'm missing out. I think the difference in here is that like sometimes missing out like just like as like person I mean like uh, let's just say it was like your friend's birthday or like it was one of your co-workers birthday or event or party then you weren't invited that definitely blows I um I don't know exact feeling uh, but like I feel like it would it would blow like I mean because I never really had co-workers so that's why it doesn't make sense to me but I know the feeling that like not being a part of that cool vibe or cool party that you were like I really wanted to go you know what I mean I get that feeling but I think what becomes very very uh, toxic or just like very I don't know hard to comprehend and it affects you overall as a human being but also as like your whole your person your life I guess so feeling like you are missing out more than just like your personal life as like like a business let's just say maybe for your business you have to be part of this group or you have to be part of this I don't know party or you have to go to this event or convention you know there's a bunch of things in this scenario I'm mostly talking about Coachella so I feel like a lot of people when they see Coachella and they're always making fun of influencers and everything it just that's why I wanted to even mention in the first place like I feel like it's much bigger than that it's like it's not about Oh, showing off people that like how fun this is or have, um, I don't know, how much uh, like luxury, bougie stuff they are getting from brands or like how, where they're staying and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that could be part of it. But most of it is that like they are trying to get content, like they, as much content as possible. Because first, like that's like what the brand is agreed on. Like I'm sure there were some deliverables. But also they're getting paid for it. It's like their job. But And that's why like it affects more to people like creators who possibly didn't get invited or who couldn't, who didn't go, who couldn't go, I guess, mostly. Like you feel like, yeah, okay, I'm missing out. That's one thing, you know, like you're missing out. It's like, okay, fine. You know, you missed out. That's fine. But I feel like this is bigger for a creator or business is because like that's a big thing. Like... Coachella is such a huge event so feeling like you are not invited you are not part of this big event you start to analyze more on your career and everything like oh maybe I am not as successful 
or maybe I am not as in the spotlight as other people or maybe I'm just not relevant anymore so that's why I'm just saying like it's like FOMO is one thing but FOMO can lead to other things because I feel like just a FOMO it's a thing you know like I feel like it happens like you know like I feel like we sometimes even see this like you look at social media and like you see some people going on a vacation or this you you obviously feel like oh I'm missing out or like I wish I was doing that you know what I mean like that's that's normal but this is bigger than that because like you, it's like about your business about your career and like you have to take it more seriously essentially and you have to be like how can I make this happen so I can be invited next year or I can be part of this you know what I mean like especially because like I am in the crowd that like you know I'm in the beauty space I'm in the fashion space um not to say this in a bad way I'm just trying to see how to put this in a nice way fashion both fashion and beauty industry overall not just influencer industry is very cutthroat like it is it is a competition I mean yeah fitness is industry is also like big in that aspect but I would say comparing to many other niches like finance and everything fashion and beauty is the one are the ones that are like so competitive so cutthroat and like people run over each other like legit so when you see like you know your potential people that you have worked with in the past or just I guess like same influencers that you got invited to other things then you don't see that you're like oh okay they got invited how come I didn't get invited uh there's like bunch of you know like it, it obviously it obviously like strikes feelings uh in you like you're like okay why didn't I get invited or why I wasn't a part of this you know like it it quite sucks and that's why I want to even explain in the first place that like festivals are not just especially for influencers it's or creators just to say overall festivals or events I feel like events are much bigger. I mean, different stories, like on a smaller scale. But festivals, they're not just like influencers going to the festival and taking pictures, you know? Like, it's not that. There was a, not incident, there was an experience like a couple years ago. This was way before before the pandemic and everything. I went to a festival with my uh, friend at the time. And uh, she didn't seem to like not like appreciate but I feel like understand what was going on that like why I had to take pictures why I had to do this and everything why I had to ask her to do that and like it was um hard to explain for her I guess uh but I'm just saying like that's why exactly sometimes people misunderstand this whole concept of like influencers going to the festivals and like people getting upset like oh why are influencers are here why are they like always showing off this and that is like it's literally a job so that's why like festivals are like huge because like most of the time I have to be honest like it really depends like unless you are such a the way it works is like that's why I'm going to explain in like short uh, concise way <laughs> like the way it works festivals are like this so unless, if you're like a big influencer it's like and I big I mean like you probably have like I don't know a couple million followers you're on YouTube or you're on TikTok and you have a management like PR not just management like PR and everything so you have a full team those are generally taken care of very well meaning like they are either stayed at a I don't know like a 
resort or like a house or they even got them a ticket and everything so they have they're being taken care of and most of the time not just getting them having a ticket they might be also getting compensated on top of it don't quote me on that but in some occasions they are but there are times that if they are comping everything meaning like stay flight tickets they don't pay but they do everything i mean when you think about it that's a lot of money but when you also think about it those people they charge about 15 to 20k for one sponsored spot in their youtube or in their whatever videos that they are doing or sponsorships overall so it makes sense like why they're doing this much so if all of that doesn't add up because I'm pretty sure management always looks at it and they're like okay when you add up stay flight and this if it doesn't even become 10k they're like you also have to pay us like extra 5k or whatever you know what I mean because it makes sense but sometimes also influencers if they really like the event they come for free if they're getting if they're getting what they need that's the first tier second tier is like maybe influencers in like 100k to 500k scenario and those are probably get like free tickets for sure but they might get maybe stay maybe flight that's for sure they're not getting it but maybe free stay maybe that's a very big if uh but no transportation whatsoever that's unless they have a car different story but then there's third scenario which is mostly me is like 50 that's probably like 50k to 100k like it's like micro influencers those are the ones that like they probably just get free tickets that's essentially it maybe they will get and the thing is this is the occasion that like maybe they will get vip tickets that's very that's like another thing is like maybe that's also maybe because the those tiers above me they all get VIP or they get like even VIP above whatever it is. Sometimes they call them diamond. Uh, so they get like really big. And for Coachella, it's like artist pass. That's kind of like gets you the backstage. That gets you the VIP, free alcohol and everything. So it gives you a lot of access. But for me, it's like essentially you either get general tickets, GA admission tickets, or um, you get like maybe VIP tickets. And most of the time, you don't get many, you know, you either get like one, you and maybe your companion and stuff like that. Anyways, even when you get this right, very rare occasions, brands don't ask a lot. Very rare occasions. Most of the time for events or festivals like this, right, because they are, when you think about it, most festivals, especially like the, you know, like the big ones, that one ticket is like, I mean, Coachella is expensive one, it's like 500, but like most of the time it's like it's, uh, averages from 300 to 500. So when you think about it, it's like they're giving you like two tickets, right? Two to three tickets or maybe four tickets because like you're going for two days or whatever. That's essentially like three, like 600 on top of like, that's like maybe 1200 or 1500 tops. And that's like on the lower end, I'm trying to say. If it is VIP, it could easily become like 3K or something. So if they are giving you that, right, they're obviously going to be asking you a lot. So that's why I'm trying to say like when you see these influencers trying so hard, they have to because it is a sponsored deal. And it, it, it cannot, sometimes it doesn't just say sponsored, you know what I mean? Because like it's, not, it's essentially like you're promoting their product. There are times that you have to promote their product. That's one thing. But there are also occasions that like you are kind of like promoting the vibe or like the uh, festival itself. That's why sometimes even you would see 
visit these festivals most of the time, I have to be very honest, even big influencers, it's sometimes very hard to land that um, opportunity that like, oh, you just get the tickets free, right? Sometimes it's very hard to just get the tickets. You can maybe just get the tickets, but you don't get the stay or you don't get this, you know, because there's multiple perks or uh, not perks, uh, multiple sections or yeah, sections to this festival or festivals overall because unless you're from town, which is even from town, it's like fest- most festivals are in the middle of nowhere. You have to be somewhere close to the festival. So you need a stay, you need accommodation, you need a car, you need like stuff like that. That's why most of the time, even when you're at the festival, you're not just working with one brand. You might be ended up working with two or three brands because maybe one brand only covers your ticket. Another brand maybe covers your uh, accommodation or they pay you. So hence your by paying them paying you you can afford to come here or you can afford to do this you know what i mean because you have to think about it like there's so much cost associated with just going to the festival even for a normal person i have to be honest besides like you know paying for the food there or like alcohol and everything it costs money because you have to get an outfit and especially for an influencer creator you have to get something nice cool edgy like the reason is like because you know it has to get good engagement it has to be unique if it is something basic it's like it's not gonna do well so you have to do better this is what i'm saying like even the times like some big influencers i'm talking about like because it's very hard to just get everything from one brand because when you think about it like because festivals are so expensive right like there are times that like brand may not want to spend 30k on just one influencer you know that's a lot of money i'm not even just talking about the tickets i'm talking about like the staying that's why sometimes they're like oh we give you free tickets that's it and some of them that's why like they're like i have seen like a bunch of people like and this has happened to me before and i work with them it wasn't uh, like it wasn't hard but it's, it's it's like work you have to think about it like when i went to this i think it was panorama music festival that was like the happening before in new york city this was before the pandemic I went to the festival, I think it was by, it was a drink company. They provided me the tickets. And I did pro- I did promote them and stuff, that's for sure, on my stories and also on the post. But I also got paid when I was going there from a company called Zenny. It was sunglasses company. But it was essentially two companies that they were sending me there. Zenny was not giving me the ticket, but they were essentially providing me the opportunity to work with them. And in return, I was getting paid because they were like, if you already have the ticket, we would want you to be here and we can work with you. Stuff like that. In many occasions, like in Coachella, I have seen a bunch of people like, like, I think it was Remy, Remy Ashton. She's also one of the big YouTubers. I think she got the tickets from YouTube because YouTube Shorts was sponsoring it. And on top of it, I think she also got some sort of a deal or accommodation or stay uh, from Liquid Ivy. Liquid Ivy was I- inviting her to the festival for the like a party or something. That's another thing like parties or like these uh, experiences. Another thing that's what I'm saying. Like there's so much involved in festivals because like festivals have so many uh, tiers and so many brand partnerships it can get really complicated and that's why like influencers have to try their best to like get the best picture get this and get the best content get everything possible and that's why sometimes i feel like uh, even when you are not being a part of it you kind of feel like you are missing out and hence feeling like you're you're irrelevant because it's such a big thing because when you're not part of um i don't know like coachella or like these big events 
it affects your content as a creator. Yes, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that like you have to go to the, every festival and stuff. You really have to make sure to see what works for you and what uh, what is what will work for your audience because it really depends. If you're a lifestyle influencer, I would say that's probably going to be working for you. But there are also times that I have seen people just going to the festival just for themselves and that's fine. But I mean like if you want to do this for work and that's why it becomes such a big thing and when you're not a part of it, that's when it becomes like, oh, I'm first I'm missing out and you're starting to feel like, oh, maybe I'm just becoming <laughs> irrelevant. And this is where I want to talk about Rival Festival. So the way, because Coachella is such a big event and there's so many people in the world, not just influencers, like the just people come to this festival. So many brands, not just Revolve, has capitalized on this and they have done their own events and stuff. To be honest, I also didn't even notice before there are many influencers who just come to Coachella or that Coachella area, right? Just to go to the parties, not attend the festival. Because first of all, if they just go to the parties, because most of the time they're just invited to parties, which means it's free, right? And that means they just have to find somewhere to stay so they don't have to go to the festival. You know what I mean? So like kind of works and I can see how smart that could be. Maybe I would try that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it kind of feels weird though, like going all the way there but not going to the festival. But it's kind of interesting that like you would do that. But yeah, so there's the festival, but there's also brands doing their kind of like own festival and own stuff. Like this year, most of the time, every year actually, uh, except that you know pandemic was happening, Revolve, which is the company I mentioned earlier, the retailer, luxury retailer, they do their own festival called Revolve Festival. This is like celebrity, very, very exclusive uh, people like can go there. It's like the list is uh, very exclusive. It's not, you cannot get in there easily. You have to be very known. You have to be popular or just kind of popping. And this is generally like right outside the, it's, I mean, I don't, think they can do it inside a festival that's like close to the festival that's another thing it's just it's not just this festival most festivals is that like there's a lot of walking there's a lot of waiting there's a lot of i don't know issues uber and everything it's very similar with like uh i have done in a bunch of festivals in new york is that like you have to be waiting you have to wait for the bus and everything so there is a similar incident happened here um so what happened though, I think this, I'm going to explain it in a little bit. So apparently people, like, they got a bunch of people, like a lot of people. Because what what they did this year is that, like, you might get invited if you spend either $2,000 in Revolve, at Revolve, or you can pay it or something, and you will get the invitation. So, but they also just invited a bunch of other people. Like, I have seen some people invited. So, I wasn't sure if they were, like, plus ones. And I'm not trying to be a bitch. Again, I'm not. Because I just was confused because I'm like, are they plus ones? Because, like, their following and everything looks so small. So, I was like, I, I don't know how they would get invited. Because that's what I'm trying to say. Is that, like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, my God. I'm like, uh, like uh, I am better than them. But I'm more trying to say, like... The way it works, even the times that I was, I have gotten invited to places, I would see people like way, way higher than me. So like I, I, I thought like there would be like a much bigger requirement that I was mentioning earlier. 
So I feel like this year they definitely had way more people. Maybe they were doing this because like, you know, it was just after the pandemic. Maybe they were expecting it would be less people. I don't know what was going on. So apparently people waited like hours and hours for the buses and buses never took them up and everything. I don't know exactly what happened, but maybe some people are just like it's their first festival and they were expecting that like they would just get on and let go. Uh, but yeah, they were like, oh, this is a shit show. Like, this is like a fire festival, you know, like the festival that didn't happen. So it's kind of crazy. But from what I'm, the reason I'm even mentioning this and like trying to correlate is that like, I know sometimes it might look like as an influencer uh, or creator that like we are entitled or we act like we are. But being at a festival or being at an event, it's already such a big thing or being invited. So I can understand that. But there have been also so many occasions just even going to the festival. Uh, it, it wasn't, it's not even a one thing. There is so many tears to it, to be honest. Like there have been so many <laughs> times like I have been to the events and I was like, yeah, I was I was there, but I'm like, there's so many tears to that event. Like there's like people like me, then there's also people like millions of people like there was a time when i went to this uh, chirology event uh, i like the brand still but like i'm just saying like when i was there and when i was trying to make a connection and talk to them so we can maybe potentially work more in the future as soon as bremen rock walked in which you guys probably know him you know he's he's nice i i don't mind him at all he's really great and i like his content but as soon as he walked in right and i was literally in the middle of a conversation we weren't even done with the PR girl, she just left me <laughs> and just started talking, started walking away. I was like, okay, we will talk, catch on later, or whatever, something like that. I just felt so awkward. I'm just saying, like, there's, you will feel so humble, but also, like, feel so bad about yourself <laughs> that, like, fuck me. Like, <laughs> I am so irrelevant. And this is what happens sometimes. I feel like, um, it's like a bigger lesson to learn, uh, especially with these festivals and everything. Is that like, yeah, I feel like one thing is like you are you missing out. That's just one thing, but most of the festivals when you're going um, as a business or as a creator, is that like it's a work, so you have to treat it like work. And that's why, like, and sometimes even people say, like, Coachella is, like, Influencer Olympics, which kind of is because, like, you have to do your best to bring all the office, all the content and everything. Because, like, think about it. Like, when something is trending, right? And for, for as a creator, content is everything. When you know something is trending and you know it's going to get views, why would you not monetize on that? You know what I mean? So that's why it's so important for creators to do that and that's why sometimes like I this is the reason I was like this weekend maybe felt like uh left out or I kind of felt like you know I was uh, I was I missed out is because like I thought like I would be part of that you know I would be like oh you know I'm also part of the gig you know I'm posting content I'm at Coachella not like I would personally want to be there I have to be honest, 9 out of, out of 10, yeah, festivals are fun, but they might be fun for, like, maybe an hour or two. After a while, you just got get so tired, and, like, you're always, like, standing and even waiting downstairs. I mean, downstairs, I mean, like, waiting <laughs> and, like, sitting on the lawn. 
it's sometimes so dirty and everything dusty so gross like you're sweating you're either always so hot or so cold I don't know there's just so much to it that's what I'm trying to say like it does it looks glamorous from the outside but it's not but that's what I'm trying to say like it works for a business perspective but at the same time I was like I wish I was there like at one point I was like maybe I, I, I don't need to be there like I feel like as a person like uh, if it, if I wasn't a creator, I don't think I would want to be there personally. I don't care because like, it's kind of miserable to be at a festival overall, not even just Coachella overall, most festivals, unless it's like something that's in your hometown because it's easy. You can just see your favorite show or favorite person because most of the good ones are actually at night. Just come at night, see them, then leave. But if you're like out of town and you're just visiting for this, it's a miserable, miserable experience. And I like... I am emphasizing on the miserable because like getting like the waiting for the waiting for food, waiting for alcohol or getting to the right stage because not every person plays at the same stage. Then also just, um, I don't know, like getting back home. That's ordeal because like Uber takes forever. Then you might not find a car. Then you might maybe then Uber, Uber doesn't work. Then you might have to wait for the shuttle bus. Then shuttle bus takes forever. Or just full and everything. I'm just saying overall, it's not super, <laughs> I don't know, glamorous experience. But I feel like I sometimes feel like it's um, not I'm actually saying it's glamorous. Like I feel like people make it glamorous. But I mean like for a business perspective, it is genius. Capitalism. They capitalize this entire fucking festival or most festivals, actually, to be honest, they are so capitalized because there's so much brand exposure, brand awareness everywhere. You will see if you go to any festival these days, especially big ones, you will see like a booth experience, festival vibes, like something try on with the brand and everything. That's what I'm saying. It's so important because like you never get to meet these brands in person. So that's why festivals are almost like convention for influencers you can make such big connections here hence it will be good for you in the future as an influencer and creator that's why i feel like i kind of felt uh missed uh, like i was missing out this weekend not for the experience not for hairstyles to be honest i mean he's good but like not as good that i would want to see maybe doja cat but i feel like it was more for me that like i thought maybe it would help me to be more successful or i don't know to get more engagement more followers for me but i guess you can never you know predict that to be honest also because you know something can be so popular but it might not be resonating with your audience as well so i feel like it's very um risky as well but i just thought i could mention it here because i want to be completely honest that like I think it's okay to accept that, you know, sometimes you're not part of the cool kids crowd. Maybe it's like I'm seeing it like that. Maybe they're, it's not cool, but I feel like it looks like that. And sometimes I, I would also mention this later is that like most of the time, this is the last thing I'm going to mention. Uh, and it's the most like hurtful thing these days. I feel sometimes is that like the brands that sponsor these events because it's not just random you know like uh randomly people get invited to these events you know or festivals yeah there are occasions that you might be invited to the festival by the festival itself but i'm telling you man the festival gives you tickets it's like not nothing good because they don't generally have much to give because most of the time 
sponsors or they call it partners of the festivals, they have the budget because they are sponsoring, they're giving money to the festival. So festival itself doesn't have money. So that's why like you get more from them. But nine out of 10, these most of the time, these uh, like brands that are sponsoring the festivals, they're such big brands. Sometimes in rare occasion, they're like small or popping up and coming brands or cool brands, new brands. But nine out of 10, they're like such big brands. And I mean like that, like, it's American Express, Citibank, Chase, or they're like gigantic. I mean, such gigantic brands. So like, it's so hard to work with them as a small creator. And also there's other occasions that like, you, you could be, it, it's so hard to work with a company that you might not potentially be like proud of or you want to like, but they're giving you the ticket. That's what I'm saying. It's very tricky because you want to be honest with your audience and everything, but the brands that you like, or maybe they make great product, but they're not actually sponsoring the festival. Like, I don't want to name, say the name of the brand because I feel like I have already shit. Like I never, I don't think I shit on that brand, but I feel like it was, I was just trying to say the my honest experience with the brand and how I didn't like it, but I never said anything bad about it. I just said I didn't like the formula and everything, but I feel like they took it in a very personal way and they definitely took me off their PR list and everything and I don't think they were going to be working with me, but they were also one of the sponsors for the festival, which I thought maybe I would also get a shot of going to the festival, which I saw someone else going to it in my crowd. So I'm just saying, like, that's why I was like, I was even kind of feeling this way that like, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that like there were any skincare brands sponsoring this uh, festival, but turns out they were doing some sort of a partnership with another company and uh, someone got invited from skincare community, which is fine. You know, like you cannot be a part of everything, but I feel like sometimes uh, brands tell you like, oh, be truthful, say what you like about the product, say what you don't like. But when you say something that you don't like and it's honest, they just cut you off and <laughs> they never want to work with you. Some brands, I feel like they legit want you to say nice things so that like they can keep working with you and keep you relevant and keep you up in these, you know, popular events and things that, that are going on. I thought I should mention it. There's definitely a bigger topic to talk about about that. But I thought it's something important to put it up here at the end of the episode. Anyways, uh, that was the episode for today, guys. I hope you guys like this episode. If you do, please don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And I'll see you guys next week with another episode. Bye, guys. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. 
And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.